Hey guys, welcome back to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. Phil and I are sitting back down again. We're going to go over another week. Let's uh, kick it off on Monday. We're going to begin with some strength. We're going to be working with some slow and controlled bent over rows and some hollow body holding. Um, So we're just going to be working on uh, that kind of good morning position, working on engaging the lats, pulling something into the chest, and then working on a hollow body hold. Really, this is just more of an accessory piece for you guys. Um, To work on the hollow body can be as difficult as you guys can make it. If you guys can hold a very proper hollow body, you can try taking the arms overhead. Uh, You can make it more difficult that way. And for the slow and controlled bent over row, like it says, uh, slow and controlled. If you guys do this slower and more controlled, you guys will get more out of it than if you just rip the row. So yeah. Are you talking about slow on the way up and on the way down? Mm-hmm. Yep. So so like a isokinetic movement where you have the same speed moving both ways. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so like three seconds up, three seconds coming down. Mm-hmm. Um, with that hollow hold, the hollow body hold, if you've never done it and you are feeling like 20 seconds just isn't too much, uh, then throw something light on your feet. Like a light sandbag, a ten-pound plate, a light dumbbell. That'll do it. You can you can challenge yourself by actually adding load to the far end of that hollow, um, and and causing it to be a lot more difficult to maintain position. Yeah, that's something I haven't done in a long time, but or actually, well, a really good place to do it rather than putting something on top of your feet. If you do have a plate, is to put it in between your feet. Because then you have to squeeze together, which is part of an active, well-engaged hollow. And then you also have to hold it up because it, it now your lower extremities weigh more. So you can get a little creative with that. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not as dry as it is if you just do a regular hollow. So try something out. That makes sense. Yeah, I like it. I think, uh, I think that's going to be a good skill because following it, we are going to do four-time a one-mile time trial. Do you remember when we did our one-mile last? I think it was in August. Actually, you know what? I bet you I have that one in my document because I know I did it up at CLE. I do not know when we did our last mile. Benchmarks. Time trial. It would be in my monostructurals. Oh, one movement. One-mile run. Oh, I didn't put it in here. Are you kidding me? That's lame. That's really lame. Why would I not put it in here? That's dumb. I know what it was. How dare you? That's really annoying. Hmm. I believe we did it last around August. Um, Yeah. So at home, we've got a couple different ways that we can calculate this. I mean, one mile is a pretty pretty solid interval. So you could literally take your car and drive it out and figure out how far it is. You could get your cell phone out and use one of many uh, tracking apps like Map My Run or isn't there another one that you? Yeah, I actually just did it. It's called OnTheGoMap.com. I think it's Google's version of how far did I run, basically. Yeah, I there's frankly with technology today, there's there's little to no excuse. You can definitely figure out how far to run, uh, and then you can just go and do it. Um, if you mm-hmm. have access to it, you might even be able to find yourself a way to get on a track to Ooh. run four laps. So, yeah, get out there and challenge yourself to move faster than you want to and don't quit when it starts to hurt because it will start to hurt and that is uh, that is only the beginning. This should be a painful effort for two-thirds of that run, really. That first third's kind of an adrenaline rush and you don't really 
notice it quite so much, but then you should be in pain for for the better part of that effort if you're really pushing it and getting the most out of yourself. Absolutely, yeah. I uh, I like this one. It's going to be a fun one. Hopefully you guys get a chance to just get out and send it, really. Try it. It's a benchmark that should be tested along with one rep maxes. Um, it's a great benchmark. It works that uh, oxidative system. We start tapping into it. Not a ton of it, but we start tapping into it, and we work between, I mean, you know, five and a half to 12 minutes. Um, so it's a pretty, I mean, it's a really aggressive effort. If you're thinking about a really hard, aggressive effort in a workout, it yeah. can fall between that pretty regularly. It's like a jackie. Um, yeah, and so just getting out, I mean, I don't know. This is one that I enjoy. Just rip it. See what you guys can do. Um, so doing this now, mm-hmm. I mean, last year we did it, I think, around August. So we'll probably we'll probably do it again late in the year uh, to retest and have done some running intervals between now and then and see how we've improved on our capacity to run hard and fast for a mile. Yeah, and I think, well, yeah, I think it's just, it, it's, it's a great benchmark. It takes nothing but your body, and it just delivers great results. The better you are at the mile, obviously, um, the better metabolic conditioning you have from that uh, and in that time period in a monostructural movement, so... And there's almost no more human Mm-mm. fundamental movement than running. Absolutely not. Right? I mean, it's it really does define a human being, the capacity to move on two legs and then move fast and efficiently on two legs. Um, so it's, it's something that I think is often overlooked. So get after it. Absolutely, yeah. We are going to follow that up on Tuesday um, with... A workout that is five rounds for time. We're going to do 40 double unders, 20 alternating lunge steps, and 20 V-ups. And I forgot to add on that alternating lunge step uh, with weight if possible. So if you guys can hold a load, I'd love to see it. Um, I'm going to leave it. You know what? I mean, I'd like to see it wherever you guys can. If you guys want to hold it overhead, I'd say go for it. Um, But you guys can hold it in a goblet. You guys can hold it in a front rack. You guys can hold it on one shoulder, switch to the other shoulder. Um, But just 10 alternating lunges. It should be... A number, or I mean, it is a number. It should be unbroken, right? We should start our lunges. We should be able to hold on to the 20. We shouldn't rest in that. And then we move on to 20 V-ups, which is a little bit longer of an effort for V-ups. I'd say that's one where you guys might break real quick. Um, But once again, stay on it, stay quick. It is five rounds, so it is a decent amount of volume at the end of this one. Um, But the double lunges are just a heart rate spike. The alternative lunges is just going to be that leg burn. And the question is on the V-ups, how well practiced are you in v-ups i know for me i'm going to be taking uh like 19 rests every round <laughs> so yeah but yeah. v-ups are really about being smooth finding the rhythm and and having control rather than moving frantically if you move frantically you're going to mess them up the more you mess them up uh the more times you end up flopping on your back and having to restart mm-hmm. so it's it's about trying to find that smooth connection to your movement and keeping control with your core rather than trying to kick your legs up or throw your arms up. It's really driven out of out of your core. It's, it's your abs that run the movement. Absolutely. Just like a kip, really. Yeah, yeah. So this is going to be a good one. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. It's just, I mean, classic. Five rounds for time, don't go out too hot. At the same time, make sure that you guys are trying to hold on to some unbroken reps. You definitely have to pace it a little bit because mm-hmm. five rounds is, is enough rounds with those movements to... If you burn out early, it's you're going to pay yep. for a while. Yep. Um, we are going to follow that up with some couch stretch and some pigeon stretch. Uh, we have been 
well, not really, but the running might get you a little more than you think. A one mile time trial might light you up a little bit. Following with those lunges, so we're just gonna work on loosening you guys up a little bit because on Wednesday, we are going to be doing alternating on the minute. Um, it is 20 minutes alternating on the minute. And we have, oh, Siri just popped up. There you go. We have even minutes. We are going to be doing, um, or I guess I start with odd minutes because minute one is odd. Yeah, odd minutes. We are going to be doing five deadlift, four hang power clean, and three shoulder to overhead. So we're doing one set of that complex. Um, we did something very similar to this on the minute, maybe two weeks ago. Okay, so five deadlift, four hang power clean, three shoulder overhead, and then even minutes, we are going to be doing 12 to 20 pistols. If we cannot do a pistol, then we can do a box step up. If you guys can wait that, you guys feel free to wait that. Um, if you can't wait that, just body weight box step up. So um, odd minutes, we have that barbell that we're moving around, a dumbbell, a kettlebell, whatever we have that we're doing those deadlifts into the hang power clean, into the shoulder to overhead. And then even minutes, we are just gonna need something to step up on. Uh, or if you guys can, I'd love to see pistols. Yeah, it's, you know, that, that three-way combination of pull, um, put in powerful hip extension and then the shoulder shrug if you're doing a, a proper hang clean or hang power clean and then push overhead. It's, it's a super effective combination of, of three relatively simple movements. Mm -hmm. And it really hits a lot of the body and it, it definitely elevates the heart rate if you use appropriate weight and you move at appropriate intensity. So with this being those three minutes and or rather those two minutes alternated and working on the minute, how much time are we looking at with each of them? I'm gonna say that for the odd minutes for the barbell complex, that should absolutely be under 30 seconds. Um, that's one where you guys should be right on it, picking it up, getting it through. I remember with two dumbbells doing a little bit more robust of a rep scheme for 15 minutes, I was still coming through with 30 seconds of rest. So I think 30 seconds of rest minimum is reasonable there. And then I'd say the box step up or the pistol is gonna be the one that takes a little bit longer. So that one might be the one where 45 seconds is probably about what we'd run up to. Just because the step up is a more, I mean, just long, slow, kind it's of not, tedious movement. Yeah, it's yeah. not nearly as much of a spiker of your heart rate because mm -hmm. you, you, can't, you can't produce as much uh, force through it. It's more of a steady movement. Yeah, nice and... Consistent, really. Now, if, if it was box hops, then the heart rate would jack through the roof. I thought about that, but I didn't want anyone to try box hopping on their like kitchen chair. I agree. And uh, <laughs> breaking it, so. So yeah, with the step up, it's more of a kind of a drawn out, uh -huh. steady pacing sort of thing, rather than a sprintish movement, which is what you have in the odd minute. Yep. Um, this is gonna be. It's just a totally different workout than we did the day before. Um, it's basically two opposites: the run, which is just. How well can you pace a really short and aggressive effort? Um, and how fast can you go? And then we move on to something like this, which is, okay, we have to work for 20 minutes. How high in the reps can I be here on the pistols or the box step-ups? And then how well can I maintain this barbell, kettlebell, or dumbbell movement? Um, and just continue to move well for 20 minutes. So I like these two days back-to-back. -back. I think they're gonna be great. Um, not two days, my bad, the day before, actually. Um, Monday is the run, this is Wednesday. But I like this week beginning. Uh, I think it's going to be a great week to kind of, I don't know, I think it, you can just go really hard pretty early, um, and the workouts play into the favor of just really sending it. So, yeah, I like it. Oh, last thing. How many minutes alternating on the minutes? 20 minutes. 20 minutes. That'll do it.
So you've got 10 rounds of each station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so nothing too crazy. I mean, 50 total deadlifts, 40 total hang power cleans, uh, 30 total shoulder overheads, and then and then you're doing somewhere between 100 and 20 and 200 pistols or step-ups. Yep, yeah. So, I mean, definitely, like, expect to feel a little bit sore next day. Um, but nothing too insane, nothing too crazy. Um, and we're going to follow it up on Thursday with two five-minute AMRAPs with a three-minute rest between. So we are going to be doing um, eight power snatch. Uh, if you have a dumbbell or a kettlebell, you're going to do 10. So five left, five right. And then we're going to do six bar-facing burpee. So it's just five minutes to get through as many rounds as possible of eight and six. Rest three minutes and then repeat from the very beginning, eight and six, start over. Uh, when I'm just looking at this one, I mean, eight power snatch can be done anywhere from you know, 12 seconds to 20 seconds, and six burpee can honestly come in the same time frame, I'd say up to maybe like 30 seconds. Uh, so you can absolutely rip through, I mean, you can get through... Five, six rounds if yeah. you're really pushing. Yeah, you can get through a good chunk of work. It is only three minutes of rest, so expect to come off of that first set hurting, and expect to go into that second set not fully recovered. Um, but that's kind of the purpose of it. It's not a one-to-one work-to-rest ratio because uh, I'm just looking for elevated heart rate throughout the entire rest. So although it does read rest and you're not technically working, your heart rate for a majority of that time is going to be very near maximal, which is just going to tax you much more than you might think. Um, and that's really the purpose of it. Yeah, the second second round is not likely to match the first because you should be pretty cooked. But try Try, try, try. Yes. Try to match the first. But, yes, true. It, it's very unlikely that you will. Um, I'd say as far as weight goes, uh, this is absolutely unbroken. There's nothing that should be dropped here. Um, eight power snatches. I mean, kind of like that open workout, you should be off your burpees and you should pick the barbell right up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no stepping around. Just pick it up. Dumbbell, kettlebell, pick it up right into it. You finish that. As it's setting down, if it's a barbell, as it's dropping and kind of settling out, set down your dumbbell, set down your kettlebell, and immediately begin your first burpee as you take that element to the ground. Um, It's just, I mean, this is one where if you're smooth and controlled and you never stop moving, you'll get through a lot of rounds. If you are frantic, but you break a lot, it's just, it's not going to be as good for you. So I think, I think you got to pace the burpees because you don't want them to sprint them. Well, it's not that I don't want them to sprint them. I think it's that it's much more effective to move mm. very forcefully and quickly on the power snatches so that when you get to the burpees, that's your opportunity to check your heart rate and collect it so that you can then attack the power snatches again. It's kind of like the own the minute philosophy, mm-hmm. right? Start right on time and own the beginning of the work. Well, I think the beginning of the work where you could really lose a lot of time by huffing and puffing and hands on the knees mm. that you don't need to do. Hands on your knees. Get chalk where you don't really need it is in those power snatches. So approach and attack the power snatches and then be consistent on the burpees. And I think that pays off the best for most people. Now, consistent for you might be fast. That's awesome. You're probably a little bit more fit. Consistent for you might need, mean that you need to slow down the burpee a little bit so that you're better collected so that you can then attack the power snatch again. So what I'm saying is approach the burpees as your potential to reset so that you can never reset going into the power snatches you just grab and go yeah i like it that being said this workout is very aggressive so 
It's meant to be done aggressively. Yeah, yeah it's, go it's... go at an aggressive pace and try to see what you can put into the first five minute AMRAP. Mm-hmm. Um, make it difficult, right? Put in a good number, and then on the second five minute AMRAP, give it your best shot to see if you can match it. Uh, it's not necessarily. Don't ease up on the first one so that on the second one you can absolutely match it. Okay, make sure you guys go out hard. The second one's just kind of a gut check. What do you have left in the tank? How bad are you willing to hurt for five minutes? And uh, yeah, that's how that one's built. So enjoy it. That's a fun one. I mean, that's good training. That's one, that's just heart rate to the max. Yeah. Heart rate lowers a little bit. Heart rate back to the max. That's all it is. So with the second five minute AMRAP, are they starting back at, at zero. zero out of eight? Yeah. Yeah. So start start from scratch. Start at the beginning. Cool, cool. So we got one more day in the week. No, Friday. That's, that's not true. Oh well, in the week. Then the weekend is. Well. Does the week start with Sunday or Monday in your mind? The week starts with Sunday. Today is the first day of this week. Yes. So the week end would be the end of the week, but it's still part of the week. It's not set aside from the week. We have one more weekday. Yes, we do. I still don't even like that phrase. Weekday. Every day of the week is a weekday. You don't have to like it. How can you say what day of the week is it? What day of the week is it? You're going to say Sunday. That's a weekday. It is day. a day of the weekend. <laughs> that would be a weekday. All right, anyways, uh, on to Friday, our workout is, oh, actually, um, some strength before. Nobody says it like that, though. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> we've done we've done this one before. We're going to do 10 Cossack squat, weighted if possible, and 10 good morning. Um, and just four sets, all chaining back and forth on those, two minutes per round. So it's not a ton of time. At the same time, it's enough time to keep you guys honest and keep you guys moving. Um, you guys should have a little bit of rest, and then you get right back onto it. Uh, we're just looking here. It's just controlled movement. The Cossack squat is a funky one, and if you guys do it under control, it will definitely build um, positioning. It'll definitely build strength in that bottom position, and it's kind of a strange lateral movement where you'll also build strength in one leg that might not be um, the strongest, kind of like a pistol. Yeah, it, that single-sided loading makes it interesting. It challenges your ability to keep your spine in proper position and keep it upright um challenges how you push that knee out and it also for a lot of people will challenge their flexibility uh, because that one leg is off to the side and very much you feel the pull in your in your groin and your hamstring Mm -hmm. so it's, it's a good way to it's a good way to work different angles and get better at squats i mean it is a squat and it can help you a lot if you apply yourself to it to have a better more functional air squat or overhead squat or any squat that we do in a standard format with load mm-hmm I like it um, we're gonna follow it on the workout we're going to do death by three push-ups Ooh. and then death by four air squats and then death by five jumpy jacks and so how this one works we've done this in the past uh, you finish the death by and that next minute is actually okay so we'll say that you're on 20 I can't do math. 24 push-ups, and you don't finish. You get through 22, and then the minute hits. Um, that next minute, you begin your four air squats. There's so no rest between. No rest. The um, new minute is a new movement. Yeah, and so the rest, I mean, the rest really is the fact that that next minute, the new movement, you have very few reps to do. You did and four. <laughs> you get to rest, yeah. So you do four air squats. Um, when you fail your air squats, that moment you fail, that minute you hop on, you get five jumping jacks, um, and you begin going up by fives obviously on those so yeah this is i mean how far pretty simple i think push-ups i think i don't know i think this one can be done for high 20 minutes i think people get into the high 20s all together on the push-ups no 
Not on the push-ups. Oh, like total time frame? Yeah, total time frame. I'm thinking push-ups. I mean, if you're doing 30 push-ups and death by three push-ups, that's a lot of push-ups. It's a good number of push-ups. That's those, like 200 last four minutes something. are uh, in total repetitions. Yeah, no, isn't it? Not. No. Are you sure? Yeah, because when you go up by three, it doesn't. Let me do the math. It doesn't pile on quite the same. Let me do the math. Uh, but, yeah, trying to do 30 push-ups in a minute after having just done 27 push-ups in a minute and 24 before that. That's gonna be that's gonna be pretty rough. Uh, that's a lot of that's a lot of push-ups. Yeah, 165. Told you. Right. If you get 30, it's 165. Pretty fast, but the yeah. air squats, however, I think I think you can get up 40 plus. Because mm-hmm. if you if you let yourself fall pretty quickly through that squat range and just keep your core tight and almost have that sort of spring effect, that bounce effect out of the bottom of your squat. You can cycle air squats pretty quickly, and it's just it's just your heart rate that's going to be through the roof. Yeah, your legs will hurt, but they'll honestly they'll be fine. It's the heart rate that's going to be the factor that I think really scares people the most, and that's one where it's down to how hard you're willing to push it, how far are you willing to go, and how uncomfortable can you keep yourself for how long. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Then jumping jacks, I got no idea. No, I have, I, I have no idea either. Yeah, I don't even have a guess on that one. I feel like your arms are just gonna be jello at that point. Actually, that's you're true. Waving noodles overhead. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know about that one. That'll be good. Yeah, it's, it's gonna different. be. It's gonna be a different workout for sure. Um, it's gonna be. It's it's kind of a weird one because it's a long time frame, but there's these weird heart rate spikes and then lowers in it. Yeah. So your heart rate kind of spikes, muscle fatigue spikes, and then you lower all of a sudden, and then you work your way slowly back up to a spike, and then you lower and you do it again. So it's kind of. It's just a little different training. It's just a little different style. It's not an elevated heart rate for a long time. It's, well, it's this gradual raise. The heart rate's never really going to come down all the way. No, no, not all the way. But it's kind of like doing uh, – it's kind of like – I don't know. It's like running for four minutes and then the entire time you slowly build up to a sprint and then you begin at the beginning again with a really, really slow run and you slowly build up to a sprint. Yeah, and even a again. walk. Yeah. And so it's kind of just going to be – it's a different style of training, but it's a good one. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it. Hopefully, you guys get something out of it. Um, I love death buys. I've always enjoyed them. That's how I got good at wall ball shots. I did death by two wall balls Ooh, all the time. That's that's a fun one. All the time. That's what I was thinking where you get 200-something reps. If you get up to 30 on that, you get 200-something reps. Because you're going up by twos. Yeah. And you can you can sustain that increase for a long time. Yeah, that sucks. All right, anyways, we're not talking about death by two wall balls. Lastly, last day, Saturday, we are going to be doing three rounds for time. It is a 400-meter run, 21 swings, 15 sumo del high pulls. This one might look familiar for you guys. This is basically a rip off of – do you know it? Uh, you know sorry, I'm putting the timestamp on. What? Do you know what workout this is a rip off of? Uh, it looks uh, looks a little bit like Helen. It is. It is a little bit like Helen. I Although believe it's, it's 21 12. and 12, right? Yeah, it's 12 in the pull-ups. I made it 15 because 15 sumo del – I mean 12 sumo del high pulls didn't really seem like – so 15. It's not too many. Yeah. bit better. Um. Swing it, pull it. Yeah, 400 meter run. It's a swing and it's a pull. Since we can't do pull ups, or a lot of you guys can't, um, we are going to be doing sumo del pie pull. If you do happen to have a pull up bar, a tree trunk, a door jam bar, a gutter that's well Don't fixed, use a, gutter. use a gutter, try it. Don't a ladder. It. You know what you could do? You could put a ladder up and you could hang on one of the rungs. That sounds pretty sketchy. It might be, but it's possible. It's possible, it's just not advisable. A jungle gym. Look, the reality is you can find something to do pull-ups on. So That's if true. you want to do a real Helen, yep. then you can go find a, 
uh, something. You can go find a swing set and use that to do pull-ups. You can find a tree limb and use that to do pull-ups. You don't need perfect conditions. You don't need perfect equipment. You just need to have the mindset that effort leads to results. And you can go and do Helen on Saturday, 100%. Everyone can. Not everyone will, but everyone can. Yeah, I'd say if you you have the ability to, this workout really is meant to be Helen. Um, If you don't, this workout is written with the sumo dove high pulse that you can still do it, still get a pool, still get a good workout in, um, still get something Helen-esque. So that being said, I think time-wise, I'm looking at Helen time. He's here. I think I, Helen times come between eight minutes and like 15. Seven minutes, son. No. I think I've done it in seven something, actually. Yeah. I remember last time I did it, it was with Ian Walsh. That dude is ridiculous at running. No, he's not. He's slow. He ran his 400s. He, got, he, he got, ran it. I, I swear he, he ran he ran one of his 400s sub-minute. That's just silly. It was ridiculous. That being said, I just I just hit his chalk. I hit his chalk and I kicked that. his I kicked his he kettlebell down. And I hit his so chalk hard. and I took his pull up bar mm-hmm. and I was able to slowly through mental tactics ease my way back into the lead. So for most people, we are looking at eight to twelve minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the Helen time frame. Yeah. Um, Helen is an aggressive workout. I mean, we did the mile time trial, which is running earlier in the week since we don't have rowers, bikers, skiers. This is a great way. Running is a perfect way for you guys to get that same. Uh, monostructural heart rate spike kind of I mean yeah so just I don't know just send it this is one I mean I love Helen it's a fun one I don't you do you know, hold back on Helen at all is there any holding back on Helen maybe in the 400 maybe in the first 400 the first run 400 I try not to fly but that's because, the one where everyone does everyone flies anyways well that's why i don't <laughs> because by the time i get to the last one that's the one that i want to actually have the fastest time on because when i get inside the gym it's it's down to grip strength that's what those last two movements become at that point so uh, i don't need to worry about the running issue and the heart rate it's just can i hold on to the kettlebell and the pull-ups at yeah. that point so it, it depends on who you are and how you need to approach this workout, but yeah, it should be an aggressive push. Now, if you really want some extra points, then you'll do Helen the way it was originally programmed. Do you know how that was, Jim Michael? No. So Helen originally was programmed as three rounds for time, then you rested. I believe it was rest as needed. Oh, yeah. And then do the three rounds for time again and try to match your time. I've actually done that before. I programmed it. I've done that before, and I've matched my time. I did Helen once in 2018, and then I did it in 2019. The rest that was needed was (laughs) just over a year. Just over a year. And I went from like an 8, I think I went from like an 820-something to like a 740-something is what I got on my second one. That's pretty good. So... That's clever. I've actually done... I've done RX. I've done Helen, and not only have I done it, but I've beat my previous time well i've programmed the back-to-back helen before and uh it's 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 interesting if you take a five minute rest between them you you've got a pretty reasonable chance to not be too far off your time it depends on how well you can do those pull-ups really that's the biggest factor for most people but it totally could work with this setup too where you're doing your swings and then a sumo deadlift high pull there's nothing to say that you couldn't do those three rounds take a five minute break and then do it again so if you want a little bit of a longer workout on Saturday, double bang that Helen. Or you could do mega Helen. Three rounds, rest, three rounds, rest, three rounds. 
nine rounds of Helen. Yeah, but that's not a thing. I just made it. I don't care. I, it's a thing now. You know what? You go ahead that's and do two that. two and a quarter miles. Or is that going to take you three years? <laughs> well, actually, this... <laughs> Yeah, that's that'll take me three years. That's true. This when this Saturday will be my first time I've ever done Mega Helen because I did it in 2018, 2019. And now I'm gonna do it in 2020. So this is Mega Helen. This for is you. for me. This is Mega oh, Helen. Oh man, this is this is a whole new world. Workouts where you rest is needed. I love them because I just can do as many rounds as I want throughout my lifetime. That's uh, that's one way to look at it. Yeah. So uh, enjoy the week. It's fun. Um, hopefully you guys can get out and get after some of these workouts. I, I like this week. There's some good workouts in here. So. Um, that's all I got for you. Do the run. Run tomorrow. That's also what I have for you. Do the one-mile time trial. Although it's not glamorous, although it's not pretty, sometimes it's not the most enjoyable, we'll say. I mean, neither is doing back squat cycles to build your back squat. So make sure you guys get out and do that run because, it, I mean, it has it pays great dividends. I can't, I can't say it enough. That 7-minute to 12-minute time frame that you find in a one-mile um, is... I mean, that is a majority of CrossFit. That is a lot of what is done here. It's kind of like that it's kind of like that 2K row time frame. Um, so make sure you guys get in. Make sure you guys get after that. I mean, that's just – I'm going to love it. I'm going to do it. That's a great workout. That's a great training piece. I mean, yeah, I can't, I can't say it enough. That is something that we need to do more of is one movement. It's mental. It's physical, yes, but it's mental, you know. When you can't get chalk, when you can't go to a heavy barbell, when you can't deadlift in between, when you can't go to the rope, when you can't rest, when you can't get a bullet bar, when it's just you and your feet and a time, that is great training. Same thing with a rower, same thing with a bike, same thing with a skier. So get after it. Yeah, go do work.